Aloha! Welcome to the Zen Tiki Lounge, the tiki bar that lives in your head. I'm Sunshine Tiki, and I am solo in the lounge today. We don't do that a lot, but every now and then, uh, the ladies are either not available to join me, or uh, I just don't have the I don't have the time to put it all together. So I do a solo show, but it's the same format. Uh, I'm gonna I am having a cocktail. I'm gonna tell you about it in a moment, and I put on the exotic lounge music, and we talk about things that are a little mid-century modern, a little tiki, a little bit of everything in between. And we see where the inebriated mojo takes us. I think that's the best way to put it. So whether you tune in for the tiki or the conversation or the what falls in between, I think you're going to enjoy yourself. So let's talk about the cocktail. Uh, The cocktail is called Exotic Sundown. This is inspired by the ample citrus that we have here in the citrus growing regions of the world, Southern California certainly being one of them, having a sip. Mmm. So Southern California being one of the citrus growing regions of the world, um, and there are many of them, and you just have to take advantage of that because what a lot of people in the non-citrus growing regions don't know is that, there are two main seasons for um, the times that the fruit is ready. And uh, some, and so that would be kind of spring and fall. It's not summer. Summer is a growing season, but it is not when the fruit is ready. Um, but there are a lot of varieties that will give you fruit all year long. And I have a lime and a lemon. Uh, an improved Meyer lemon and a bear's lime, or otherwise known as the bartender's lime, uh, those generally give me fruit most of the year, which is nice. And then I have a Valencia navel orange, which is the juicing orange, and that gives me the two distinct seasons uh, in the year. And the orange is not quite ready. It will be ready right around Easter, so about another month. Uh, and then it'll be, there'll be oranges again in the fall. But this drink, I'm gonna give you the recipe, Exotic Sundown. Get your shaker out and put this in it. One and a half ounces of Jamaican or Barbados rum both easy to find, something with a amber to darker hue, nothing silver. One and a half ounce, oh, excuse me, one ounce of Liquor 43. And Liquor 43 is a Spanish liquor that is a, uh, it's sweeter. It's 31% alcohol by volume. I think it has kind of some vanilla, chocolate, and then just a touch of spice note to it. I mean, the spice is very, very subdued. It's very much in the background. The sweet, more, Cocoa and and vanilla, I think, flavors come out much more than any of the spice does. Uh, So one ounce of that. And uh, it's also, it's got a sweetness that will balance the citrus juice that we're going to put in this. One quarter ounce of maraschino liquor. And one quarter ounce because this stuff is very flavorful and it has a bitterness to it. The bitterness in this, uh, it balances the sweetness of liquor 43 and, you know, 
in some cocktails, you do need to balance a sweet, sour, bitter, and that's why the maraschino is in there, plus it adds a nuttiness uh, that is very nice. Then one drop of allspice dram. If you do not have an allspice dram or allspice liquor in your arsenal of spirits, you need to get it. Uh, one bottle of St. Elizabeth's Allspice Dram, for example, which is the one that I buy when I'm not making my own. And you can make your own, go online, search for Make Your Own Allspice Dram. Super simple recipes. Uh, but St. Elizabeth's is very nice. You'll pay about $25 for the bottle, and the bottle will last you for years because, just like in this recipe, you use one drop of Allspice Dram. Now it's time for the citrus juices, okay? Please pay attention. This is what makes the drink pop. One half ounce fresh squeezed lemon juice, one half ounce fresh squeezed lime juice, one half ounce fresh orange juice, and one half ounce, and you could use a lot of different things here, tangerine, tangelo, pink grapefruit. Um, it just needs to be another one of the citrus fruits that is one of the sweeter citrus fruits. If you put four citrus juices in this all together, I think you get a really nice balance, best of all worlds kind of thing going on in your drink. Uh, and if, you, if you're in a place where you cannot find tangerines, tangelos, or maybe the pink grapefruit, um, just go ahead and use a full ounce of fresh, fresh squeezed orange juice. That would be okay. But basically what you're doing is you're taking one ounce uh, of the sour citrus, and I prefer the half ounce of lime, half ounce of lemon, and then you're taking one ounce of the sweet citrus, and I like the mixture of orange and tangerine, by the way, that's just my preference. Put that all in your shaker with ice, shake it real nice, and pour into a chilled coupe glass. So strain it into a chilled coupe glass. Do not put the ice in the glass. That's why the glass is chilled, this cocktail is served without ice, uh, very much looks like a classic cocktail. Garnish it with a, um, a wheel of lime, lemon, orange, etc. Just float it right on top of each other inside the glass or hang it on the rim of the glass. And, uh, and then you're, you're smelling more of the essences of those fresh cut fruits as you're sipping this drink. I'm having yet another sip. It's just such a nice, well-balanced drink that doesn't need added sweetener. It doesn't need simple syrup or cinnamon syrup or anything like that. Um, I could, I could, I've had a, I've had several of these in the last couple of days as I was fooling around with the recipe, and I think that you're all going to like it very much. So I've talked a lot about, <laughs> I've talked a lot about this drink, um, and again, I want to welcome you to the Zen Tiki Lounge, and uh, we're gonna go find the mail sack now. And if you are looking for the recipe to this drink, of course, you can always find this recipe and all of our other cocktail recipes that we come up with here, right here in the Zen Tiki Lounge, one of the few tiki bars that you'll never actually get to visit yourself. ZenTikiLounge.com and click on the cocktails link. We'll be right back with the mail. Tiki mail. I've got the email right here. Isn't it interesting how the email always 
has uh, so much of that tangible feel and sound to it when it is just email. But uh, let's see what we have here. This one comes from Alice from New York City. Alice says, hi, ZTL, saying thank you for your show. After listening for over three years, you would think I could make a drink, but I just don't. I also don't cook. But when I got out with friends, or I think go out is what she's trying to do. When I go out with friends and we visit nice cocktail bars, I can talk about things like I almost know what I'm talking about. At home, I have the basics of a bar, but I always let someone else mix. That works for me. Again, appreciate the show and a, a lot, and I miss pumpkin. Cheers, Alice from New York City. You know, Alice, you're, you're doing something that a lot of people do. You shouldn't feel bad about this at all. It looks like you don't, which is good. Uh, we should embrace ourselves and what we like and what we don't like and what we're capable of and what we're not capable of. And if you are not somebody who likes to get in the kitchen and cook or somebody who likes to mix up a cocktail, yeah, let somebody else do it. Just choose that person wisely, I like to say. Um, and I know a good number of people who keep a minimally stocked bar, you know, the the staple spirits, the the bourbon, uh, rum, tequila, vodka, and such, and then a few of the standard mixers, um, some just some juices and other couple of other liquors, things like that. Um, and they'll and they'll let other people make a drink for themselves or for others when people visit. And I actually I think, you know, that is the perfect arrangement for somebody who says, I don't want to invest in putting a full bar in my home or, con or converting a room to a bar like I've done, two rooms in my home. Uh, and you just want one of those really nice kitschy bar carts from the 40s, 50s, or 60s uh, that are very much in vogue again. Um, get yourself a bar cart or convert another piece of furniture into a small bar, which is super easy. Go on uh, Pinterest or all kinds of online sites, DIY sites, and you'll you'll find really cool ideas for converting existing pieces of furniture into a small bar cart. So one of my favorites is taking an old tube television, one of the big ones that comes in a cabinet, and removing the glass from the television and opening that up so that the inside of the television after it's gutted becomes the space for a riser and your liquor. And then the top becomes your mixing area where you keep your ice bucket and you uh, put out your glasses and do the mixing and serving. I, I think that's one of the most amazing ways to do it. So Alice, good on you. Uh, that's a great thing to do. And if we've talked about things that you know help you uh, look like you know what you're talking about when you talk about a particular spirit or liquor when you're at a bar, that's great because you can help order things for your friends and that and that can be fun. Um, let's see here. Uh, David, David didn't say where he was from, but he says, have you been on eBay and looked for those vintage Hawaiian looking appetizer trees? And I wasn't quite sure what uh, David was talking about. So we went back and forth uh, in an email and I got more of what he meant. And he said, I want one, but see them selling for over $100 by final bid. And that's just too much for something that's 40 years old and usually has a piece or two missing or cracks in the wood. Any ideas where to get new or a better place to look for one of those? So what he's talking about are 
the uh, Hawaiian-looking monkey pod or carved wood Lazy Susan, Susans, the multi-tier Lazy Susans um, that usually have the little removable wooden bowls of different sizes on the tiers so that you can put um, fruits and nuts and appetizers and little skewers of meats and things like that. And they're, they're perfect for cocktail parties, and they were very popular in the 40s, 50s, 60s, etc., and then fell out of fashion. And now, generally, you really can only find them on eBay or at estate sales, yard sales, etc. But you know, David, I don't know where you're seeing them selling for 100. Usually, I see the final bids uh, coming in more around the 50, 60, $70 range, which I'm going to tell you, um, that's a deal. Because as far as I know, these things are really not being made new now. I did a little looking online, I could not find a place that's selling these currently new anyway. And I don't want a new one. I want one that's got a little love, the wood's a little seasoned. Um, and uh, I, I, I think you should be willing to spend 50, 60, $70, you know, especially after shipping, because, you know, the shipping's usually another 20. Um, if you're not willing to spend that, I don't know if you really want one of them. Because, you know, they're, they're a nice, uh, they're a nice uh, decorative item when they're not in use, uh, and uh, when you are using them, um, you know, putting them in the center of the table and filling them up with uh, bar snacks and appetizers is just, you know, you kind of can't fail. You know, one thing a friend of mine does is when she uses hers, she pre-does a lot of the um, appetizers in it, so she takes the wooden bowls and she'll put some of the, like, fruits and things, cut them up ahead of time all the bowls in the refrigerator and then when company starts to come over she just pulls all the bowls out with the pre-chilled fruit already in it and just puts them into the lazy susan and uh, puts it together and she's good to go um so yeah they, they are on ebay and uh, you can go to yard sales i just i don't think you're gonna find it um terribly inexpensive uh because they don't make them anymore and people are trying to snatch them up before uh, everybody's got them and uh, there's little opportunity left. If you have a question or comment for us, you can send that to mail at zentikilounge.com. We love to hear what you have to say. You can also do us a favor by going on iTunes and leaving a review of the show. You know, you can leave a one through a five-star rating, and we certainly prefer the five-star ratings, and then tell people what you like about the Zen Tiki Lounge podcast. And then to further help out the podcast, you can tell your friends about the podcast or just grab their iPhone, their Droid, their whatever, and go to their podcast app or their internet browser and type in ztlfeed.com. That generally launches a little window that lets you subscribe to the podcast. Just subscribe for your friends so that they can download all of our shows because uh, it's, it's subscriptions at ztlfeed or subscriptions on iTunes that actually track all of you listening, that get us the hits, that get us the credit for uh, potential sponsors and advertisers. Um, but just going to zentikilounge.com and hitting the play button does not let us count you. And therefore, your patronage goes unnoticed. And I would hate for you to go unnoticed. All right, we have a lot more show to come. We're going to talk about some things on uh, some uh, things we talked about previously on Kickstarter. Uh, one uh, one thing that actually has finished and was funded, which I'm happy about. I'm going to tell you more about it. One thing that is currently uh, has a couple of days to go and isn't funded yet, and I want it to be funded. So we're going to talk about that as well as a couple of other things. But first, 
we are going to listen to some music. How about that? Um, I put together uh, some music for the show, and um, that is because when we are, um, well, when the ladies aren't here, I like to, uh, well, just throw together uh, a couple of songs and, and let you listen to them at length. And that's what we're going to do now. And my playlist is not coming up for me to give you the names of these songs. So I'm going to play these two songs. And then when I come back, well, I'm going to tell you who you heard if you didn't already know.
You just heard Tropical by Arthur Lyman and Tahitian Sunset by Martin Denny, two of the masters of Exotica, this thing we call Exotica. I hope you like that. Uh, the songs that I picked for this week's show, the ones not playing in the background right now, but the ones that um, I'm going to be playing uninterrupted, uh, were chosen by typing the words tropical and island and sunset into my iTunes uh, search. And these are the songs that it came up with. So you just heard two of them and we're going to hear more. So let's talk about some of that Kickstarter stuff. Um, the first thing I want to talk about is Swinging Jive Cat Voodoo Lounge. So uh, David McKenzie reached out to me and he told me about he told me about this board game that he uh, was uh, hawking, selling, uh, getting out there, working on, and all of those things. And um, I, I took a look at the Kickstarter site. Uh, and I, I looked at this, and if you go to kickstarter.com right now and you look for Swinging Jive Cat Voodoo Lounge, or honestly, if you just go to Kickstarter and in the search field type Jive Cat, it comes up. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna see this, and it's a cocktail culture board game with a voodoo twist, and it does have a tiki twist as well. But again, you had me at cocktail, and then you throw in some tiki and some voodoo on top of that, and I'm pretty happy. And I do like board games. I, I have been known to get together with some friends and family around a board game and plenty of spirits and, uh, and have quite a uh, traditional family-friendly good time. Ah, another sip of exotic sunset. So... Uh, the Swinging Jive Cat Voodoo Lounge was completely funded, and then some. I believe 33000 was the goal, and they got to 38000 before it closed out. So uh, I encourage you to go on Kickstarter and look for it. And then uh, it tells you how you can get in on uh, getting this uh, board game yourself um, after the Kickstarter um, folks like myself who backed it after we get our copies and sets, uh, then you can get your own. The cool thing about this, I think, is that um, a lot of the extras uh, were reached, um, the stretch goals, and that includes upgraded game pieces, um, additional cocktail cards, because one of the cool things about this game is there is a... Um, a component to it that was optional. You didn't have to get it with the board game, uh, but it's called Cocktails in My Pocket, and it's a cocktail recipe book where on one side, and it's a spiral-bound, which I love. Uh, I love spiral-bound, waterproof cocktail books because then when you're using them at the bar, they don't get ruined. On the right-hand side is like a picture of the cocktail with cool art, the recipe. And then on the left-hand side, it says when, where, who, and what, meaning you can just kind of take some notes on, did you do any variations to the drink? Who was there? Uh, whose favorite drink might this be? Uh, and any other fun things that you might want to write down in your cocktails in my pocket journal. And I think that's really cool. Uh, it was a nice component to the game, but the game itself, uh, you have a martini glass that you fill with game pieces and obviously uh, it's cocktail themed and there's four different lounges that you want to get into. And um, I think it's gonna be a great game, so I can't wait to get it. So um, I backed it and it's funded. Now there's another thing on uh, Kickstarter, which I am also backing and is not yet funded. It has 19 days to go as of recording this podcast. More cocktail. Uh, and it is a handcrafted 
pirate liar's dice game in a nice wooden box. And Dirk Yates is the artist behind this. Uh, I have been um, lucky enough to meet Dirk uh, on an occasion or two and uh, have some of his art in my home. And um, he has an uh, ongoing theme with his art, uh, the island of Lanapua. And he is working with that theme and adding additional things to it. So there are physical art pieces. There are, I would call, wall art pieces. Uh, and then this is another one of, I would say, the physical pieces, um, the Pirates of Lanapua. And it's L-A-N-A. P-U-A. Uh, it's part of the collection, and it's the game Liar's Dice. And so uh, Dirk has created a, a handcrafted wooden box with his art, and uh, inside the box comes the cups that you need and the dice and a couple of other very cool things. And I could not believe that... Uh, well, I can believe, because I don't know everything. I had never heard of the game Liar's Dice, or Pirate's Liar's Dice. I, I had never heard of this before. And when I was talking to somebody else, they were like, are you kidding? That's like a game that, you know, it's a great drinking game. It's a great um, game. A lot of kids know this game. Um, and I was just totally unaware of it. And I am not the only one, because then I found plenty of other people who said, I have never heard of that. So, if you go to wikihow.com and look for Liar's Dice, conveniently with print and videos, it tells you how to play it. And I'm going to go through this like super quick, okay? Remember the game from Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men's Chess movie, when Will Turner wagered his soul against the key to the chest? Well, you can play this game as well. So anyway, you'll need five dice and a an, an opaque, opaque cup. So, you know, something that people can't see through. I normally never allow a red solo cup in my home, but if that's what you have to keep your dice hidden in this game, you could use a red solo cup. So to start, uh, each player has a cup, and um, I believe you have uh, five dice, and you each player shakes uh, there. You shake your cup with the dice, and then you slap it upside down with your cup covering the dice. You look at your dice by lifting up the side of the cup. You do not let anybody else see your dice. Um, and so players, you, again, you can look at your own dice. Um, and after you peek at your dice, based on what you found, you can make a call about how many of any number of dice there are on the table. So for example, you could say three twos, meaning that you think that there are three dice on the table that rolled a two of all of the people playing. Um, your guess includes all of the dice belonging to all of the players, not just your own dice, but everybody else. So if you have four people playing and you say there are three twos and you have a two, then you think that your one two plus the other twos on the table add up to the number of blah, blah, blah. Um, players can also change their calls as others make theirs, and that makes it more interesting. And, and there's a couple more rules to this, uh, but you get to call each other liar, and uh, I go to wikihow.com and, and look up Liar's Dice, and you'll, you'll get the rules. And then make sure you go to kickstarter.com and type in Liar's Dice, for example, or you can use the direct link on the Zen Tiki Lounge podcast 323 episode link and you'll get the link to Dirk Yates 
uh, Kickstarter campaign for the Pirate's Liar's Dice. Uh, so again, Dirk is a, a great artist. Uh, he's a friend of the uh, Tiki community. And, uh, you know, you might want to check out some of his other art. I'm going to put a uh, link to his uh, Facebook page as well as his uh, website so you can see all of the stuff that he does. And I think you're really going to like it. And I hope that you'll back it because uh, we need a few more people to back it so that it gets fully funded and so that I get my set uh, from Dirk of Liar's Dice. And then I can get uh, inebriated with my friends and... Um, I know you're going to find that hard to believe. And then we get to play the game. That's that's how it works, right? Hmm. Oh, right. I think I'm going to make myself another exotic sundown. But first, how about we play a couple more songs um, from the keywords that we searched for this week. So uh, next we're going to hear Sunrise at Kowloon. That's a Les Baxter tune. And then we're going to hear Stormy Outrigger by the Tiki Delights.
awful lot to learn But if you tell me that my heart's on fire I'm gonna let it burn I'm gonna be a shockin' mockin' bird I'm gonna mingle with the best I'm gonna try to find my heart's desire I'm gonna rob the nest Just like a little Miss Muffet Eating her whey and curds When I act a bit tough It frightens away the birds I'm gonna be a slummin' hummin' bird I'm gonna pass along the word I'm gonna have my fun and never tire And if my technique seems absurd That's because I've never been a shady lady bird Gentlemen, you may have noticed that I played three thong, three thongs, three, th three songs there, not just the two that I mentioned. And the third one I played because I was in the mood is "Shady Ladybird" by Ethel Azama. I've been on an Ethel Azama kick lately. Uh, several reasons. One, I had extra credits at emusic.com that I needed to use up before I canceled my subscription. I've had a subscription to emusic.com for like five, six years. And um, over the years, emusic.com has just been adding lots and lots of artists. It's been great. They have a ton of Exotica, by the way, uh, much of which what they have in digital format I already have now. And I've uh, accumulated, that, accumulated that over the years. Um, but they've gone back to their original format, which is to really showcase only the up-and-coming artists, um, the yet-unknown artists, etc., and um, I just have no interest in that uh, because I'm looking for a lot of the classics and uh, I use it a lot for the podcast. So I was like, well, you know what? I got to go through some uh, credits here and um, stumbled across some Ethel Azama stuff that I hadn't yet downloaded. And uh, I went ahead and got a lot of that. And so that was why I added Shady Ladybird there. I made myself another cocktail and I'm enjoying it. All right, so uh, we have a few more things to talk about. Pickled lemons. We talked about a few shows ago, what do you do when your citrus tree is um, 
got a whole bunch of citrus on it, and uh, you can't make the cocktails fast enough. I know, hard to believe. Well, you can pickle citrus. Limes and lemons in particular were super popular in pickled form in the 17 and 1800s. Yes, that long ago. 1600s even. Colonial America. You will read uh, stories, books, where you'll, you'll hear about children taking pickled limes and lemons to school as a snack, for example, or trading them for other things at school. They were almost like currency with children. And there's uh, the simplest way to pickle limes and lemons is not like a pickle, but it's pickled. So just, it's, you know, uh, preserved, but it does not taste like a pickle, is take a mason jar and um, you're going to fill it with a salt water mixture. It's just salt water. And, you know, for the measurements, go online and look up uh, pickled lemons or limes and you'll find recipes. It's super simple. So it's just salt water. And you're going to put in um, some smaller lemons. Uh, standard size lime is good. And a large, like, full, like, one quart, two quart mason jar. And you're going to put the limes and lemons in there, make sure they're nice and washed first. And then you're going to pour in the salt water. And then you're going to um, put the top on, but leave it loose. You don't want to uh, make it airtight. Put it in your refrigerator. And two weeks later, you get pickled limes or pickled lemons. Uh, I believe you can do this with other citrus. And then, um, you know, the, the peels, for example, stay bright. Uh, they don't fade. You've kind of trapped the oils and the citrus, the, uh, the zestiness, the, um, the flavors of the limes and lemons. And, um, of course, you have uh, definitely added some salt. But the salt itself, it penetrates the peel and the rind, and it slightly just slightly gets into the juicy part in the middle, but not really. So the the rind and the skin really prevent the center of the lime or the lemon from soaking up the salt water. So you get this super interesting, like a margarita, and this is why I think the kids liked it. It was a non-boozy margarita for children, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, you get the outside, which is salty, like the salted rim on a margarita, and then you get the inside, which is the lime or the lemon flavor, and you, you suck on them. Uh, you cut them into slices and you suck on them. And I, I could not believe how simple it was to do this. It's a great way to do something with the limes and lemons you've got that are in overabundance. And um, literally, you know, this has been happening for hundreds of years in America and around the world as a way to preserve... Um, as a way to preserve your citrus fruits. So it, it couldn't be more cool. And I've actually um, found out that also you slice the limes and lemons, for example, and use those to put over the top of like um, some chicken breasts when you're roasting them in the oven. Um, there's other, you can add them to soups and stews. Uh, there's a lot of things that you can do with these. And it's actually really, really cool. So uh, I recommend that you try pickled limes and pickled lemons. Uh, if you got 14 days in a refrigerator, a jar, and some salt water, uh, and your tree, or maybe a neighbor's tree, then you can pickle your citrus fruits. 
Um, okay, something else we're talking about uh, the last couple of weeks has been social media and specifically what social media are you using? So a lot of people use Facebook, but that is not for the youngest generation. They've moved on to uh, Instagram and Snapchat and others. And I want to know what are you all using and what would you like to see the Zantiki Lounge use more of? Uh, Instagram has come up, uh, I think, the most. Um, one thing that has come up twice, and I have signed up the Zentiki Lounge for an account. Um, actually, that's not true. I have signed up my alter ego, as in not Sunshine Tiki, but my alter ego uh, for an account. But everything I post on there, I tag pound Zentiki Lounge because I want to try and get that trending. So Swig, S-W-I-G, is the name of an app um, really that caters to uh, cocktail enthusiasts and bartenders and mixologists where they can post pictures of their own creations or you can post uh, pictures of places that you are visiting and the cocktails that you're enjoying. It's strictly cocktail culture. Uh, it's about drinking and uh, sharing recipes and new bars and lounges and uh, cocktail lounges, etc. So... I really am enjoying it, and uh, the first person to turn me on to it was listener Stefan from Germany, and uh, uh, and then uh, another listener actually said, oh, I see you're on Swig. So, uh, well, uh, I'm not the only one. And uh, and the first drink that I posted on there was, in fact, the one that we are talking about on this week's show, which is Exotic Sundown. I'm going on Swig right now, right? Uh, by the way. I want to see if anybody's uh, commented on my cocktail. Because I only have six listeners or followers so far. Oh, look, there's a comment. Well, Stefan over in Germany, he liked my post, the Exotic Sundown. I tried to put up a fancy picture of it there. Uh, and, uh, oh no, I have a second like from somebody I don't even know yet, so that's nice. Um, but again, it's another app for, uh, those of us who like cocktails, and I encourage you to, uh, maybe check it out, uh, if you're a true enthusiast. Um, and then let us also know what type of social media you'd like us to use more of. You can send that comment to mail at zantigilounge.com, or go on to the one of the social media platforms we're already using, which are Instagram... Facebook, Twitter, all under Zen Tiki Lounge, and send us a note and say, hey, you should also be on this, whatever that is. You know, I want to uh, mention that uh, we do have some of our uh, limited edition exclusive Zen Tiki Lounge Tiki mugs in stock. Little Dick or uh, Little Richard, uh, depending on your um, how okay you are with saying the word dick, even when it's completely appropriate and in context, as in a formal name. Uh, he holds 22 ounces. He is a coup tiki warrior. Uh, he is in the mid-century orange color, uh, the back anyway, and then the front of the face is that like bone um, color. And uh, he, he's just a great looking heavyweight mug uh, with some very nice detail made by our friends at poptiki.com. I think that you should also check out poptiki.com and see some of the other great mugs that they make because they make mugs for lots of folks right in their own garage in Colorado. Uh, but if you go to zentikilounge.com and you click on the store link, you can get our tiki mug 
And uh, we'd love you to support the podcast and do that because that's what uh, Buying the Mug does. It supports the podcast. We also have a limited number of our Zen Tiki Lounge t-shirts in Lake Blue available with the Zen Tiki Lounge logo on the front and some cocktail fun on the back. And you can also go to zentikilounge.com and click on the store link and you can find uh, our t-shirts there and the sizes that show as available are the sizes that we do currently have and we'd like to sell out of this t-shirt uh raise a little bit more money for the lounge so that we can then move on to the next t-shirt and no i don't know what it will look like yet although i know the front will of course have the zen tiki lounge logo as always i think it is time to play a little bit more music uh before we um well, before we, you know, end the show, because it is almost that time. And we're going to play for you now. We're going to play Paradise by Robert Drasnan, another Ethel Azama tune, Lazy Afternoon, and then we are going to play Heavenly Sea by Milt Raskin and his orchestra. Here it comes. Sip your cocktail and enjoy. Another human in view. 
speckled trout stop leaping upstream as we running riot and there's no one passing by it to see
Well now, I think the exotic sundown has done its job. I'm not sure that I could carry on much more podcast for you, so I will end with saying just a few things, one of which I hope you enjoyed the music. I hope you made a cocktail at home, even if it's not exotic sundown. You wanted to whip up something a little more simple or something with ingredients you already have on hand, that's fine. And if you're a sober person, I hope that you enjoyed a, a nice beverage of your choosing. Uh, maybe maybe some nice, uh, you know, I when I'm not drinking, I love a nice iced tea with a squeeze of lemon. Uh, very refreshing. Uh, but uh, so many beverage options for you to enjoy while you're listening to the podcast. And I hope you do that. Uh, if you're at work or most people actually do listen to us while either on their commute or while exercising. And if you're doing one of those things right now, I hope that you're not drinking because, well, it just really doesn't lend to the work environment, most of them anyway. And if you're exercising, why don't you focus on that and drink some water and then reward yourself with a cocktail later. All right. So I hope you check out the art of Dirk Yates and use the link that we're posting uh, to go and back the Liar's Dice campaign on Kickstarter. I hope that you'll go to zentikelouge.com and check out our website and look around and share it with a friend that you will subscribe to the show if you've only been listening by hitting the play button online. Subscribe with www.ztlfeed.com or go to iTunes and subscribe there as well. I want to thank you for joining us in the Zen Tiki Lounge. The ladies will be back with me next week. And until next time, mahalo. Mahalo.